you know, that's it's very popular. That's why he decided to do what he did. And, you know, this is the thing. Depression is a very real thing. I know some people have friends with depression and, you know, like I have a cousin who's had depression all I've, you know, the whole time I've known her. And it's like, you know, she, she doesn't have to worry about money. She doesn't have to worry about, she had a great job. She's a beautiful young lady. And yet she still had depression and I cannot figure out why. And, you know, depression is one of those things where it happens. We don't know why we can't figure it out. I mean, we can do all the different medication, whatever, whatever works for people work. But for some people, you know, at some point, whatever is working, just, uh, whatever is working at some point, just, it's not working anymore. Depression with men is a very common issue and it's not addressed as much as it should. Yeah, that's very true. Um, like Johnny Depp, you know, nobody really, you know, up until Johnny Depp, a lot of times whenever that kind of issue came along, it's like, oh, it's the man's fault, the man, it's not, you know, the woman could easily say, but now we're more open to that. Yes, men suffer from uh, mental issues just as much as women. And uh, Steve, are we ready for the podcast? Yeah, we're actually already uh, live right now. I didn't want to miss any of that stuff that you were talking about. So I just let you <laughs> do your thing. Uh, we are live, of course, right now on Facebook and on YouTube. Um, Big Sam Heard on uh, YouTube. Uh, live in the Bone Zone, Big Sam Heard on Facebook. We got Deacon Raps. And, and it's, uh, it's weird to me. You know, knowing that, that we already planned this. Oh, yeah. We planned um, this for like a month, two months already. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, we planned it. And then you were like, oh, can we change the day? Yeah. And, and I was like, well, I'm going to be probably not going to be doing shows because going through uh, mental health, going through the depression, just going, just not wanting to do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And then, so we we're like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do for a Sunday. We had it ready. I already had the flyer ready. We've been promoting it. And then this morning, uh, scrolling on Facebook, and then I see this news where uh, Tommy, Jason, um, Power Rangers, you know, Green Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like I got messages at around midnight last night, right? And I'm thinking, oh, this is probably a hoax because, you know, uh, I'm looking like, because me and his daughter, you know, I followed her daughter, his daughter on Instagram, and, you know, you know we reply to each other's stories from time to time. And, uh, you know, I look at her profile, she hasn't posted nothing. His assistant, uh, you know, one on first-team basis, hasn't posted nothing. I even checked out his ex-wife, because for something like this, you know, usually the ex-wife is, you know, the one who's uh, the loudest, you know, whenever for things like this. And, um, you know, nothing. So then, you know, all the profiles, nothing. And then someone told me to check on Twitter. And I'm looking on Twitter, and the people that are posting this, they are not, uh, dude, what was, when was this? I, I just pressed play, uh, uh, play all on your, on your uh, YouTube channel. Ah, oh, dude, he's playing uh, some of my YouTube so I'm videos. Just, and I'm just, just like, which video YouTube is that? Channels. You know? Yeah, I figure we're going to do more and more chatting. Uh, so I'll just play something in the, in the background for people that, that are watching, tuning yeah. in. Uh, sorry, sir, if I can't join you, this is a serious podcast, and I have to be serious right now. I can't be the whole, yeah, let's time to party, let's yeah. have fun, bro. I can't be the fun, bro, right now. Oh, well, we could do that. That's we could, That's always fun, too. That's what we do that. We do that all the time. We're, we're not really too serious, but... Yeah, I know. But, that, but what we're talking about, 
Yeah. It is more of a serious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, then if I'm looking, I'm looking at Twitter, the people that are posting about it, they're not reliable sources. And yeah. then I'm Googling it, it's not reliable sources. People are sending me screenshots from uh, from Wikipedia, and it's like, one of them said November 20th, one of them said November 19th, and I'm just like, you know, again, I don't think this is real. And then, like, the more comic book-oriented uh, uh uh, websites are posting about it, and I'm still like, dude, they're probably falling for the hoax. And then Walter E. Jones, the doc for the original Black Ranger, is posting about it. I'm thinking like, dude, I hope this is misinformation. I hope this is one of those, oh, the celebrity took a mental break, they turned off their phone, and you know, they just want to, uh, do I need to get closer to the microphone? No, I, I, can, I can hear you. And they want to be, turn off their phone to take a mental break from social media, mental break from everything, right? And sure enough, here comes TMZ. And here's the thing about TMZ. I even told people that, hey, like back in August, uh, TMZ posted about his divorce. And that was a very minimal thing, you know, back in August. Whereas now, it's like, you know, something like this, TMZ would have been on top of it. And sure enough, TMZ posted about it. I'm like, ah, damn, this is real. This isn't a hoax anymore. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? And, yeah. And uh, you did come in as, as the White Ranger. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I told the thing was we wanted to. That's what got me on the most of when Black Ranger also shared. Yeah, even though the Black Ranger shared, you know, I still thought maybe he's getting misinformation because again, TNN, NBC, TMZ, none of these like big official media outlets are posting about it. And you know, he's a big enough star where you know he's worth their time talking about this. You know, yeah. and so anyway. Uh, yeah, we were going to do this whole, guess what color I'm going to wear. So he wanted me to wear the White Ranger. I'm like, good, perfect. I love being the White Ranger. I haven't been the White Ranger in a while. And then, you know, this morning, it's like, oh, he's gone. This isn't a joke. So, you know. Uh, do you think it may have been his mental health issue? Do you think maybe it was the pressure of fame? Maybe because, you know, he had a lot going on. He had, like, you know. Excuse me. He had like a martial arts studio. He was about to come out with a movie. He was making with Baptist Sun Studios. That, of course, he had his personal life. Like he was going through a divorce. Um, his daughter had her own, um, uh, her own personal life. There was a, there was a, there was a getting into his. I'm not going to get into detail because that's his daughter. We're trying to focus on him, and I don't want people like messaging his daughter or anything. But. You know, and then, like, again, the divorce he was going through. Yeah. I didn't even know he was married, bro. <laughs> the only reason I only found out he was, he was married and going through a divorce is when I Googled his death, and apparently on TMZ, they talked about a divorce. That's the only way reason I even knew he was divorced. Yeah. That's that's crazy, yeah. I mean, um, it, it could be a lot of things, man. It could be him, you know, not wanting to uh, go through those motions anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of those people... They, they go to those Comic-Con type shows just yeah. to, like, to see what kind of outcomes they get, like, when it comes to people showing them love, like, the, like yeah. the fans type stuff. And, like, yeah. people like you that do the whole get-up and go out to those those events to support mm -hmm. them, and then when they go back to the hotel room, they're by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're just they're going through a divorce. Maybe they mm -hmm. think that their kids don't love them or they think it's their fault or something. Oh, no, I, I know him and his daughter, they have a very strong relationship. Like, uh, back when buying was a big thing, uh -huh. he was in his MMA suit. He's like, 
uh, picking up my daughter in her MMA suit, just started high school. The boys need to know who, uh, that her dad is not someone to be met or something like that. He yeah. went to pick up his daughter from school in his MMA uniform. And I think, you know, he, uh, he was in the MMA, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah his, first, uh, his first MMA fight with UFC, he won in 24 seconds in the first round. He got the dude in an arm bar. And the dude tapped out. Yeah, I know he he called out a, a wrestler, uh, CM Punk. Oh, yeah. And he was MMA. He never he never responded to CM Punk. Oh yeah, because my thing is like you know I would if uh, if uh, Jason did Frank with the heel, he had to come out with the Green Ranger and come out as the Green Ranger. Whereas like if he was the face, he definitely had to come out as the White Ranger yeah. with the main Power Ranger being playing. You know, but yeah, that was my dream MMA fight with JDF and CM Punk. Yeah, that that, that would have been something cool to, to witness. So <clears throat> dealing with like the depression, dealing with anxiety, uh, hell, even alcoholism. I don't know if he if he you know some people they go through that and they're like, man, he you didn't know have uh, addiction. He didn't have substance abuse issues in the past. Yeah. Like if you go watch, go to his YouTube, he has uh, this video called. Um, he had this video called uh, In My Head. <coughs> I, I watched that video. Yeah, and uh, it. basically it's different version of him sitting in a circle. He's like, all right, guys, uh, for one last time, state your name. And it's like, he's like, um, yo, my name is Narcissism. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then there guys, we stop. Sorry. My name's Anxiety. And then some dude's like, my name is ADD. Um, I'm sorry if it seems like I can't focus. And then another one is like, yo, my name is Abuse. And then there's substance abuse. And then like at the end, uh, they're like, hey, why is there an, who, who's missing? And he's like, oh, that's suicide. We had a disagreement and uh, he left. Yeah. You know, it, it was one of those things where like I thought it was just him sharing with us that he also suffered with this stuff too, and there's hope for everyone who uh, also suffered with it that he can uh, we can fight against it. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. There's like when you you Google like suicide, mm -hmm. there's like now a number that you can text. Oh yeah. You know, and there's a bunch of outlets to get to get help, to get support, just people to talk to. That's the main thing: uh, talking to people, letting people know that. You know, you're having these ideas, you're having these thoughts of wanting to hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. uh, whether it's like physically with like uh, a knife or um, that's what most people like to do, like cutters, like they like to yeah. cut themselves, uh, but they usually don't cut themselves the, you know, the, the right yeah. way to do it where it hurts, but they're not going to bleed out or stuff like that. Or like people that, that like to do pills, that take pills, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So uh, I don't know how. How he passed away? Uh, they say he hung himself. Hung himself. Damn. Yeah, so that's something that's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, and it's sad even, to even think about it. And then even my childhood hero, other childhood hero, Eminem, he tried killing himself. Yeah. Like, uh, you ever, did you see his speech at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, actually, no. no. Uh, he said, and I quote, let me tell you all something about drugs. Haley, cover your ears. Bugs are fucking amazing, dog. Like, and then uh, I had to take too many. I had to fuck up that relationship. Like, I fucked up my marriage, bro. Like, I miss drugs, man. But you know, drugs is like an ex. Like an ex. If you go back to them, you're gonna ruin all the progress you made. All right, Haley, uh, put your. Uh, you can unplug your ears. And then when he said Haley, plug your ears, he even double checked to make sure she covered her ears. 
yeah. not the most dad thing that I've seen Eminem do, but he uh, he said, you know, he basically said that, you know, he uh, he suffered from addiction too, and then uh, about a year or two years ago, he got his uh, ten uh, that coin for uh, yeah. Uh, what what's it called? Your adversity, adversity? What? Uh, I know. It's, I I don't know the name of it, but it's it's a coin every every year. Yeah, so he got often, a tenth anniversary you know, coin. Sobriety, there it. Yeah, tenth anniversary coin for sobriety. Yeah, that's interesting. So, well, what do you think? Like you, as like a huge fan, uh, more than just a fan, because for you it's like a lifestyle, right? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I feel like um, I feel like there were um, I feel like there were subtle signs because like the last time I saw him, uh, he was saying, "Guys, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you." Yeah. And then there were uh, subtle signs where when he was talking about the reunion special, um, they were talking about why uh, why don't you do the, why aren't you gonna be in a reunion? And he's like, "Guys, I'm almost fifty. I'm tired of covering up my tattoos." I'm tired of having to be on that kid show. I'm tired of, you know, this. I'm tired of that. And plus, you know, uh, Amy Jo Johnson is not going to be back on the uh, on the special. And without Kimberly, there is no Tommy. And Cat was just a rebound, I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, then he went to go on to say that, like, you know, uh, that this used to be, you know, a great game for him. And anytime they had a re- wanted him back, he was so happy to do it. But that now, um, it feels like a liability. And it, seems, and it feels more like, help us, Tommy Senpai. We need your help. Or like, help us, Tommy Kenobi. You're our only hope. All right, we got a, we got a comment. You know how he had to be at an unimaginable dark place in life to leave behind his daughter and not get to see the fruits of his labor with Legend of the White Dragon. Oh, my God, dude, you are so right. Uh, fired, fine, you are so right. Because, like, dude, this was, like, he's been working on this movie for, like, a, a couple, like, five years now. Well, what's, uh, what's the name of it? Legend of the White Dragon. Uh, I was watching the, the, the trailer. It actually looked, actually looked pretty cool. And, yeah, I know, and he was so passionate when he was talking about it. He showed the trailer at... Uh, he showed the trailer at, you know, at the Comic Con at every event he was at. And, you know, it's like you see the passion he had for the project and he wants to kill himself before, you know, uh, before, see the, before, see before, yeah, before he can see the, the finishing product. And it's like, you know, why? Maybe just not feeling like loved by some somebody. He tried so hard, you know, to please other people and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, maybe you just like that. But uh, is anybody going to notice? Yeah, a lot of people notice. That's something that's really, really wild is that a lot of people notice, you know, uh, people are just, uh, when you're scrolling on Facebook, that's all you see. People that you wouldn't even think are, are uh, Power Ranger fans yeah. are, are sharing in and say, oh, man, that's my... You know my my favorite, you know, child superhero and stuff like that. Yeah, so that that's something that for me, you know, I'm 30, 38, so I, I was raised on Power Rangers. I'm 25, bro. You know, so I I know all of that when Green Ranger was originally introduced and all that stuff, and it's like it's crazy seeing seeing that gentleman and then how how he decided to you know. Oh yeah. I would say opt out, I guess. Yeah, um, it, 
you can uh it's, i know it's like for me it's like uh ooh, we got a comment no we, we, we oh, don't have anybody coming but it's just a few people watching if you do have any comments or any questions for mr uh, let, me check, rap. let me check the let me um, check the yeah, almost like, I, that's the thing with me. I love reading the comments. Section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, if anybody comments, uh, the comments will pop up whether uh, they're on YouTube or, or you can on comment Facebook. on my Instagram because again, uh, I'm live on Instagram. As well. Yeah, all right, live on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so I was just playing a um, an old uh, Power Rangers song real quick. I just want to get the introduction, the song real quick, of course. I don't know the rest of this music, but I do support it. Yeah, it feels like a heavy load. How are you feeling like when? Uh, I've been getting messages uh, from people. One person told me they had big shoes to fill, and then um, I had this idea about doing a tribute show and having the money donated to suicide prevention. And uh, somebody ended up calling me saying, "Hey, we're interested in a tribute show." And then um, somebody basically everyone's been. Uh, I appreciate the love and support that you guys have yeah. given. And I appreciate that is important. Them. The love and the support, oh, yeah. knowing that people actually care, oh, yeah. and like people that you maybe you may, maybe not uh, met any of these people on Facebook that you have, or maybe a lot you probably have because I'm sure uh, some people that use Facebook like that's like their their family type thing. Me, I use my Facebook for like you know networking and stuff like oh, yeah. that. So when when people hear it, they they go and they tag you in a post, or they're like, "Man, I'm thinking about you because oh, yeah. I, I know yeah. how much of a of a it's and it's more than just being a fan." Yeah, you know, like for me, I'm a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm all about Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, it's that lifestyle. So yeah. if, if something like that would happen, I'll be sad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like with with Tommy, not only you know the the White Ranger, but the Green Ranger. So for that, it's two Power Rangers. Yeah, you know that are gone. Of course, I know the um, the Yellow Ranger. I don't, I don't remember. Her. I don't know her name. Uh, Street uh, Thing. I I can't remember. I I don't know her. Uh, yeah, it's, legal name, but I know they were Trini. <laughs> she died in a car accident in yeah. 2001. So, so that and was... here's the next thing. Uh, there was an episode of Tommy's actual older brother <coughs> played in uh, one episode, and they were going to make him the Gold Ranger. Oh, well, cool. And uh, then his uh, brother ended up uh, dying. I, I can't remember what he died of, but... Uh, basically, uh, his older brother died before uh, they could start filming, and so Chase and the original Red Ranger was brought in to play the Gold Ranger. Huh. Uh, that, that's cool. Yeah, man, I, I love the original Power Rangers after when they got to, like, the Samurai, you know, so I really... You oh, know, you stopped like, after Samurai? Well, like, after, like, maybe, like, the second type thing, I, I don't... Yeah, I, I lost on all that stuff. So after like, Dio... Uh, after maybe like the main thing with, with with just like early years. Okay, yeah. Early okay, so the first few few uh Okay, so were they seasons. using the power of the shapes yet or no? No, they weren't they okay, you were dinosaurs. Body morphin, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because uh <laughs> that's the cool thing about power is that they got different power, different iterations and like for me, 
Supposedly, his bro also committed suicide. Oh. Oh. Oh, goddamn. That's, uh, that's, that's the... I, I thought he said that. I just, I didn't, I didn't want to say it out loud because uh, I, I wasn't sure. But yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's sad. And yeah. it's one of those mental health things where you're remind, like, especially me, I'm reminded that uh, depression and by, uh, is very real. And, you know, sometimes there's no, we can't really stop it because, just because. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I give it medicine. And, like, for some people, like, like that medicine just to like numb the pain or whatever. Oh, yeah. Even that doesn't work. Even sometimes that, you know, can lead to things like suicide where you get a little bit more depressed and then you're like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to take an extra couple extra pills. Yeah, like Eminem did. And we'll go to sleep and I wake up. Yeah. You know, and then of course hanging yourself like, uh, let's see another artist that did that, uh, Chester Bennington. Yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, Chester Bennington, that was my first real uh, portion where I learned that, okay, depression is a real thing. It's not a, sometimes there really, there really isn't a cure. Yeah. Like, um, to think about where, where, where Lincoln Park was at at the time. They were at the point in their career where they work when they want. Okay? They recorded the greatest band of a decade. Like, the 2000s, they owned that decade. And then they're at that point in the career where there's literally nothing left to prove. Like, you know, there's nothing left for them to prove. And it's the last known footage of him. He's laughing with his family for, you know, over something stupid. And then two hours later, he decides he's going to hang himself. Yeah. But for me, that's, that's wow. Uh, especially, like, to have the thought of it and then to, like, go through yeah. it and actually do it. Um, it's scary, you know, and then your family saying, yeah. uh, and then we, we leave our family questions, questions, why, 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 yeah, and then the hurt, you know, and then them having to deal with, with uh, coping, dealing with, with coping, yeah. de dealing with that loss of the person, knowing that. You know, this yeah. person didn't love their life enough. They're like, fuck it. You know? Yeah. So. <coughs> uh, sorry, man. I've been at a, I've been at an anime convention all weekend, and it, and it was cold. Oh, yeah. We're here in San Antonio. I think you were in Austin, right? Weren't you yeah, Austin? I was in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. How'd that go? 988 Suicide Crisis Lifeline Hours available 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, how'd it go? Um, the attendance wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Like, uh, when it came to my concert at 11 o'clock at night, there was, like, literally nobody there at the club. Yeah. So I'm like, ah. Uh. But, you know, I'm going to still do it. I still performing? Have performing? Yeah. Do you perform your own music? Do I perform? Yeah. You, you, never, you never checked out my stuff, did you? No, not really. Mainly because of, like, like uh, I've heard yourself... Just the, the one time when I seen you at uh, Smoke, uh -huh. you know, and I followed you, but mainly because I follow you because I see you with the, with the, with the Power Rangers gotcha. and do that with the anime stuff, so you know, one of those shows and following gotcha. that. So I write my own song. Okay. And, um, I, uh, I know you produce when too I, when well. I make my beat nine times out of 10, I play the guitar myself. I play the keyboard myself. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I play the bass myself. Uh, the drums are about the only thing that's really like uh, sampled. 
or you know and sometimes yeah. uh but yeah and um yeah i knew you did music yeah. but i didn't know if if you like did covers or like uh, i mainly do original yeah okay yeah, but some of recently they've been uh power rangers inspired yeah. and silo waymo yo Tataro Gojo, yes, what was. But, um, so yeah, I do my own music and, you know, I have a, I, I wrote a song for Tommy's movie with the intention of trying to get it in the movie. Oh, wow. I maybe played during the fight scene, mainly during the ending credits. Yeah, just something on the yeah. soundtrack. And uh, he, uh, when I talked to him about it, he's like, ah, oh, bro, we're like so many months in the post-production already. Yeah, like, like they already have. Yeah, and then I told him I had 8,000 streams in one month, which was a big deal for me. But for him, he's like, nah. And then the last time I saw him, he signed in an autograph. And I'm telling him, at this moment, we have 272,000 streams. You're like, oh, that's cool, bro. Wait, what? And you can see where he messed up his autograph on the wait what? <laughs> and so then he saw it and I saw him on the phone. He's like, oh, whoa, that's amazing. So then I talked to him about, you know, this plan to, you know how High Strong had the plaque from the RIAA? Uh -huh. Yeah, I talked about this plan to get a gold plaque from the RIAA before the movie comes out. Because already, like just this morning, I broke, uh, I'm sorry, last week I broke 300,000 streams last I checked. Oh, wow. And like, that's on Spotify? That's on Spotify. So, um, now that I did this uh, convention, because even though there wasn't anybody at the concert, you know, I'm still talking to people like, dude, my Instagram by itself had about a 35 people jump, 35 followers jump, and then that's not including the Spotify, the YouTube, the everything else. <coughs> it's like uh, Anime Bingo, I filled up the room, and to get into, uh, into the raffle during Bingo, you have to follow me on social media. So, um, then there's uh, the rap battle. The rap battle was pretty cool. Because I host the uh, Otaku rap battle, and the winner gets a one-song recording contract with the studio I work with. That's cool. Yeah, like, I was watching 8 Mile one day, and I was like, dude, why don't I do this at the anime convention? And then my friend, she said, dude, you should hold rap battles at the anime convention. So at IkiCon last year, they had some people drop out the day of, and I'm like, Hey, I have this panel I've been wanting to try out. Uh, can I use the room for you? Like, sure, go ahead. And so through trial and error, now for the first round, I just use all the beats from the last uh, the last act of Eight Mile. So that's cool. Just did a little freestyle. Oh yeah, it's a freestyle battle, and uh, the stipulation is you can't cut. Oh. Because it's a family friendly uh, yeah, yeah. family friendly event, you can't cut. That's a stipulation because I want a real artist, yeah. not some hobbyist that says the N word after every other word. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. So you like to, well, I, I guess that that's also good, like when you uh, can keep it family friendly, oh, you, can yeah. it, you can get your, your yeah, stuff commercialized. It's, like, it's easy to, like, you know, use stuff like, I've seen artists where, like, every other word in their song is a cuss word, and same with the other songs. And they're, they're rhyming uh, bits and shit together yeah, shit, like three or four times within the same song. So I'm just like, your vocabulary is very, uh, yeah. very limited. So as a way for this, the stipulation you can't cut, it forces the artist to like really pull in and show how good they really yeah. are. And, you know, that's who I want to win, the one who's most deserving of it and who has the best skill, not just someone who's going to rhyme shit and bits. Like four times in yeah. 45 seconds. So, 
I mean, and and uh, thank you for coming to my TED talk. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, so you're a bit. What made you like such a big Bone Thugs and Harmony fan? <laughs> well, besides the music and, and their style, you know, mm -hmm. like kind of the clothes they wear, uh, you know, with the whole '90s thing. Because when I I was raised in the in the in the Victoria Courts here in San Antonio in the '90s. Wow. And, and you know you see everybody in, in the and the white beaters and the G Nikes and the Dickies. So that's already what I saw. And then when I heard their music, um, it was real like you know like struggle type music, wanting to get out of the projects, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And then um, besides like all like the cryptic uh, stuff, like getting accused of being like devil worshippers and stuff like that. Like that's. That was all been told that they were, that was all marketing uh, from the labels that they were oh, yeah. but Ruth and, they, uh, and that had nothing to do with them personally. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, whatever, we'll, we'll do we'll do this, whatever. You want to put paint on my face, whatever. Um, but you know, just their music, what they talk about. Yeah. Um, and then them, you know, like Busy Bone, but going through a bunch of stuff as as a teen, as a youngster, uh, as a kid, you know, yeah. and then. Um, Oh, speaking of Busy Bone, I had a dude on Instagram who was claiming to be Busy Bone's stepbrother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the dude had a picture with Steve-O. Anywhere Busy Bone was at, he was at, and he had pictures with all these different celebrities. Yeah. And I'm just like, I believe it, but I don't. It's because you have pictures with all these celebrities, but it's like Busy Bone never shares your stuff or posted pictures with you. So I'm just like. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's wild. And you know, and uh, with their music, I tried to, like, just let it uh, uh, help me get away from life. You know, like, whenever we're, we're sad, we're dealing with something, we feel like, you know, we're, uh, we run out of luck or whatever. You know, I listen to some of their music, even a lot, uh, even though a lot of it is, like, considered, like, gangster rap type music. Oh, yeah. But some of it, when you really, really listen and dig deep into what they're saying, you know, it all has a message. So that's mainly it. Also, I just got the notification my girlfriend is watching. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Thank her for watching. Yeah, thanks, babe. Thanks for watching. Yeah. But, um, what then called it? Uh, but yeah, man. Um, so to those of you that are watching, um, I would check in with your loved ones who have depression or bipolar disorder. Because, you know, uh, and uh, that's what I did before I came here because I figured before I tell people to do that, I should do that myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because like uh like that, I got one cousin who like she is she had no reason to be sad over anything. Yet she uh, had depression to the point where she had to see a therapist and take medication for it. And you know, I have uh, somebody else I know where uh, this person had bipolar too, and I'm always like. Hey, uh, health therapy going. I don't need to know the what uh, what happens in therapy. I just need just want to know if therapy is going okay. And it, are you up to date on your medicine? This person will tell me, oh yeah, but I think I need to change my med. Oh yeah, I think I need to change my therapist. You know, so I have a cousin like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, you know, it's it's just for us. Sometimes it's how we approach those people. You know, because some people that are going through that, they're, they're going through their their you know, those days, they're having one of those days, and oh, yeah. then if we approach them, like, you know, really aggressive, they, they get really defensive really fast. 
yeah. you know, and then, or like, let's say if we approach them, like if we don't care type uh, mentality, then they're going to go run and do something dumb or they're going to do something else like to get, uh, to get your attention. You know, that's what some people do. They hurt themselves for that attention, especially when it comes to like love, yo. Uh, so a lot of people, they, they go and, and do that for, for attention from that. San Antonio Foos. San Antonio Foos. Rest in peace, Jason. Most definitely, yes. Um, yeah. But, man, I, I thank you for coming on, of course. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's, it's always fun just meeting new people. Uh, <clears throat> I think I... I First time I, I saw you perform was at at that event at Smoke. At yeah. Smoke. yeah. Um, and I was like, man, all right, that's cool. He's rapping, but he's but I'm not. he's he's in a Power Ranger. No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I don't look at color or any of that stuff. Uh, I was saying he was with how you. Were oh, you got problem because I'm. Oh, you got problem because I'm not. No, you you're a, you're a Power Ranger. You got problem because I'm. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And then um, that's also, you know, I, I heard of uh, AJ Stacks. That's where I, I first started listening to AJ yeah. Stacks and a bunch of uh, other artists and stuff like that. Because I, I went there to support, like, uh, Mr. Pimpin and Lil Yoda because yeah. I was already exposed to their music. Yeah. So, like, as a podcaster, I, I don't go and say that I know everybody and listen to everybody's music. But once I start, you know, paying attention to their YouTubes. And then, yeah, of course, I start continuing to support them, even after when they've been on my show and whatnot. And some of these people are like, hell, of course, they don't know me. They're like, oh, I don't fucking know you. Mm -hmm. I just want, you know, to be on, on a show because it's free or whatever the case may oh, be. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, they, no, I got on here because uh, I was looking for podcasts and Mr. Lee Money, he told me, hey, hit up this guy. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Lee Money, man. Yeah. I appreciate him. Yo, Lee Money is one of the three people who are the reason why I was able to get my song to 300,000. Like, he yeah. told me that I need to go out and get, like, real organic followers, not to rely on the algorithm. Because, like, you know how you'll get a follower randomly on Instagram? Uh -huh. or a lot of times they're just bots. He's wanted yeah. to come, like, go out and get some real, legit, organic followers. And that's why he came up with the strategy for my panel, like, how do I get them to follow me without just asking? What kind of incentive can I give them to follow me on these main platforms? You know? Yeah, I think that's that's important, and especially like whatever messages you have for for you know your audience. Oh yeah, you know it's important because people that, that look up to you, they're they're gonna want to like take that path. They're gonna be like, man, yeah. this guy right here, he promotes you know be positive. He promotes you know this and that. Uh, it's oh, yeah. not all about like guns and drugs and this and that um so yeah. how, how long have you been um dressing up as power rangers like what was it always power rangers or uh, other things my first one my first cosplay back in 09 was a was a terrible orochimaru cosplay from naruto okay i heard of that show <laughs> and then i was yusuke yomeshi from yuu hockey show goku from dragon ball um Walter White from Breaking Bad, Saitama from One Punch Man, Sanji from One Piece. And his dad was very body conscious. Okay. And then uh, COVID happened. And, oh, we're all going to die. <laughs> oh, I got an extra 1500 bucks. That, uh, what should I do? Uh, well, we're all going to die. So might as well get the My Dream cosplay. <laughs> and even though, and 
soon as I put it on for the first time in my life, I felt like I was a good-looking guy. Yeah. And so then I got this. I love wearing spandex. I feel like a good-looking guy wearing spandex, even though obviously I don't have the body type of spandex. But I don't know. It's when you put on the the shield, the gloves, and you know, I would I would have the belt on right now. Yeah, but, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got off the sit because the way that this couch is designed. It's yeah. like, oh, no, this thing's not going to fit all the way around. Yeah, it, like, sucks you in the couch. And then you got the helmet. Yeah, I got the helmet. I got the... The sword. What's the name of that sword? Saba. Saba. And look at the writing. Yeah. And then look at the writing. Yeah. So, and he did that for free. Yeah. My first time meeting him. And he even gave me a free printed uh, autograph uh, picture photo. of the White Ranger. And I'm just... You know, oh, money. Uh, yeah, nice. But we do got Lee Money, uh, uh money management, uh, show, uh, watching on on uh, YouTube. Much love to uh, money management. Yo, Burrito Bowl Cosplay. Um, and man, like, so like when when you go, do you just walk? You just go just to walk around. You meet all of the celebrities when you go to the Comic Con. What's one of the biggest things? You I actually really do? don't like going to Comic Con too much because like that's all there is to do. Walk around, meet celebrities, wait in line for hours, spend more money. Anime Con, that's where you go to. Turn down for what? Those are better. The, the activities, bro. They have yeah. the panel. The panels at Comic Con is like, oh, Disney everybody's gonna have a Q and A, and we can all ask them a question. The panels at Comic Con is like. Okay, Anime Wheel of Fortune. We pick random people from the audience to uh, play the game, and they could win a prize. Um, cosplay dating game. Uh, the cool. main. <laughs> it's just like the regular semi dating game, but it's role playing. You have to act as your character. So, when I was playing right at uh, this weekend, um, what you call this? Who was it? Uh, the main chick from Doki Doki Literature Club had to choose between. Elvis Presley, because that was copied as Elvis Presley. Um, Light Yagami from uh, Death Note. And some chick from some anime. I can't remember the name of it. It was one of those hardcore anime I'm not into. And she's like, what's your idea of a first date? I'm like, well, honey, uh, how does Las Vegas sound to you? Or how about Hawaii? Las Vegas. Or about, how about take you to my mansion in Memphis? <laughs> you know? And then the next question was, uh, what kind of literature do you like? And I'm like, well, I don't really, uh, I like literature, but I'm more of a music fan. And it goes like, you don't read? And I just got good eye character. Well, actually, Elvis was a big reader. Like, one of his, uh, one of his, the last book he read before he died was by an Italian author. Like, I know you read a lot of books, but I'm not up to date on which books he read. I know he was heavy into the Bible, but I really want to win that date. And, uh, this, and she seems like the type where if I take Bible, I'm automatically going to lose. But, yeah, and they're like, you know a lot about Elvis. I went through 20 hours of documentary trying to answer the question, did he really steal from black culture or not? Spoiler alert, uh, those are rumors spread by Quincy Jones because back then, like, if Elvis covered your song and you owned the publishing, the writing, you were guaranteed a million dollars in royalties. And uh, according to B.B. King, Quincy Jones approached Elvis and wanted Elvis to cover one or at least some of his songs. And Elvis didn't like any of his songs, and Quincy took it the wrong way. And then Little Richard said, let me tell you who really started those stories, honey. <laughs> those were all jealousy. It was jealousy from other black artists who couldn't do it as good as Elvis, baby. And if you're going to ask me, I'm the reason Elvis got blew up. 
Oh, you don't understand. Nobody knew who Elvis was till he covered Trudy Pretty on the Louisiana Hayride, baby. You want to know who, why they call me the architect of rock and roll? Because I made Elvis, baby. Woo <laughs> word for word in that interview. Little Richard said that. Yeah. But, you know, so then uh, the last question uh, was what kind of poetry would you make for me? And so, like, Yagami is like, I think he said, uh, writing poetry in a notebook is not exactly something I should be doing if I want you to stay alive. Because you've seen Death Note, right? Um, it's about this kid I, with a notebook. movie. Is it a movie? No, it's an anime. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm, a, I'm not into anime. It's about this kid with a notebook where if you write someone's name in it, they die in 40 seconds of a heart attack. Oh, shit. And I was just like, uh, I get up, I'm like, wise men say, only fools, you know? And then everyone starts cheering and clapping. In the end, she picked the girl She picked the, the girl next to me who was from that random anime. And I'm like, and then one topic, oh, when you sang, that should have been your time to win. I'm like, I know, right? But here's the thing, she had to pick it as her character, not as her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that you got to act in character. And then, like, uh, Another panel I love going to besides cosplay dating game, I love Geek Five Ever versus panel. That's a panel called Dragon Ball versus Naruto, where they're like, "All right, you're for Naruto, it's on this side. You're for Dragon Ball, it's on this side." Someone from Dragon Ball can come up to the microphone and be like, "You guys have a, a 100 episodes of straight filler. Why?" And someone from Naruto can counter with, "I'd rather watch 100 episodes of our filler than watch all of GT." Oh, yeah, like at the last. At the last um, at the last convention, right? It was Dragon Ball versus My Hero at I think OniCon. I can't remember which one. And it went from Dragon Ball versus My Hero. By the end of it, they were debating which parking lot was the best one to fight in. And apparently, like one side was the Whataburger parking lot was the best one to fight in, and the other side was no, the Waffle House parking lot was the best one to fight in. Nice. So it seems like you get out and you like you like to have fun. That's mainly oh, yeah. the biggest thing, having fun with people. Like when, when you're, you know, with the helmet on and you're walking around, like kids, like when, when they uh, react like that certain way, like all happy and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like how does that make you feel? Do you have any children of your own? Oh, no, thank God. No, thank God, yeah. yeah it's, I, it's... It's the I am not a parent. I am. I would not make it a parent if I'm being totally honest because that, and my thing, like, if I can't take care of a dog, how am I supposed to take care of a kid? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but those kids, man, they 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 see you, and then whether or not, like, they they watch the cartoon or not, yeah, you know, they just see somebody, uh, you know, in, in, oh, yeah. a, in a outfit, what do you call it, like an outfit or a suit? Yeah, you call it a suit, right? You don't say like an outfit. Yeah, cosplay. Cosplay. Yeah. Okay. Costume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My that's nice. How many other? How many suits do you have? Let me wrap it for you. I got 27 cosplays. Oh, God, I got 27 cosplays. My God, I got 27 cosplays. Oh, God, I got 27 cosplays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 27, bro. 27? Yeah. Wait, that's one of your songs? Yeah, that's one of my songs I'm coming up with for it for the album to adapt to the next one I'm currently making. Damn, so you have a decent amount of work coming out? It's like this. Uh... I saw this one uh, TikTok of Tupac where he's like, people think this is a game. This isn't a game. 
If this was chess, we just said checkmate three motherfucking years ago. He was basically talking about you have to be five, ten steps ahead. So that's why I just got the album last week. And I'm already like 80% done with the current album, the album I plan to drop next. I'm already like uh, 15, 20% done with the album I plan to drop after that. And then I'm already making plans for a gospel album to drop because, you know, I'm deacon rap. And with everything that's been going on in my life lately, I feel like it's about time I drop something like that. And yeah. This is not for, for, I'm not trying to get streams. I'm not trying to get anything. I'm just going to put it out, get the most minimal promotion, and then move on. Because, like, I started doing Christian rap music before I was doing nerdy stuff. And it wasn't as big as it is now. And now with the explosion of Christian rap music, I really want to do Christian rap again. But it's like, am I doing it for God or am I just hopping on a trend? As where with the time I'm coming up with, I'm doing it for God. I'm not just hopping up on a trend. It's not even going to be a rap album. I'm doing the Elvis Brown. I'm going to do covers of different uh, gospel hymns. Nice. And I'm going to put my own spin on them. Is that, is that where you got your name? How did you get your name, Deacon Rap? Uh, I'm trying to come up with a uh, YouTube uh, YouTube name. My dad suggested I call myself Reverend Rap, and I'm like, whoa, I don't tell people how to live their lives. But Deacon means servant of God. And, you know, I would, realistically, I was supposed to become a deacon when I became older. Now, here I'm 12 years old. I, I work with the deacons all the time. You know, I have them set up the tables and chairs, and then my dad had me in men's Bible studies. My dad had me doing every different type of ministry. So I, ha I hung out around with the... Uh, um, older, bunch of church, huh? Bunch of church. Yeah, like uh, five days a week. I was around older black dudes like five days a week for like ten years of my life, and then like you know I was the only white kid in Sunday school. Uh, you know, so it's like uh, with, with my upbringing, you know, it's like okay, I'm, I'm supposed to become a deacon when I get older. I'm supposed to do this, and then you know, uh, my dad ended up having a falling out with the associate pastor. And uh, my dad never went back, and I didn't go to church for a few weeks. I'm like, this is what I've always wanted, to do my own thing. And then it was weird. It's like, I felt this need to be there. Like, not for me, not just because my dad told me to. Yeah, like you and felt so, it was organic? Yeah, huh? Felt like it was organic, like you naturally were supposed to be there, you put in that situation. Yeah, it's like the spirit of God, you know, was, was, I, I knew it was in me. So then in 2013, I did a parody of... Uh, Parodies were all over YouTube. I did a parody of Today with a Good Day by Ice Cube, and I made it about this anime convention called MizumiCon. You know, just got my ticket at pre red at the front desk. I don't know, but I probably should have got more breath. They're screaming from my dad. He's mad. He thinks anime is a bad, bad. And then my favorite one. Went to tabletop. They were playing that Yugi. Oh, talk about Cosmo. Ah, shuffle them, shuffle them, shuffle them, shuffle Shuffle in an always dramatic fashion with my dragon. Life holds a dragon. Life holds a one, me another one. Picked up my graveyard. Then we played magic. And now I'm yelling, I won. Plus nobody I know could beat me, not even one. Me do me what a good con. And then, <laughs> and then by the time I went to San Japan, all of a sudden people recognized me. People yeah. knew who I was. And I'm like, maybe there's something to this. So then here we are at Anime Odyssey, the only year they were there. And I did a parody of Gin and Juice. With all the lovers of the Walt Disney, kind of hard being media, VID, but they somehow, some way, keep coming up with new Naruto like every single day. And then my favorite one, 
uh, uh, what, where was it? Now, take my turn in the karaoke. Love the way you live at some shady, shady, or might you call me maybe? Oh, that tongue, little pony, talking about the brony. Walking around the con in my car, play at Anime Odyssey. Like that. With my mind on my pocky and my pocky on my mind. You know what pocky is? No, I do it's not. It's a Japanese chocolate candy. And it's really popular, like in the fandom. And then lastly, the greatest parody I ever made was a San Japan. It was a parody of Hard Out Here for Tim. Okay. You know it's hard out here at San Japan when you're trying to do the cock playing thing. For all you noobs and your friends, you'll make a whole lot of them at San Japan. You ain't no baka. And then my favorite line, I got a Yu-Gi-Oh deck and a magic one too. You play the wrong card and they'll both beat you. That's the way the game goes when we out in Japan and got to get the glow stick before we start to go raving, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then I started doing my own original song. And now I cringe at those things because, oh, God, please delete them. Please burn this. Make this not exist anymore. And now the sound I just dropped, I've been working on it for four years. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like... um. Like uh, one of the songs, I redid it 10 times. Just because I'm like, how would it sound if I said it this way? How would it all sound if I sounded aggressive? How would it all sound if I sounded soft? How would it all sound if I like added these ablets? How would it sound if we mixed it this way? We put these effects on this. And at some point, my big brother slash producer was like, bro, this is like your 10th version. I think you need to stop. Like, I don't <laughs> Whereas now that it's out, I'm like, ah, I'm thinking of other ways I can make it better. But, you know, it's out there and, you know. Nice. Yeah. So uh, social media, all your social media is all Deacon Rap. Pretty oh, much yeah. everything Deacon Rap. Oh, yeah. Deacon Rap. But, of course, like your Facebook, uh, your personal Facebook. And then you have a, a page on, on Facebook as well? Oh, yeah. The page is Deacon Rap. My, my private Facebook is my legal name. Um, what you call it? And uh, like I say, I'm currently on tour right now. I just did the first tour stop. Yeah, nice. What's next? Uh, what's next is uh, next weekend or this weekend, I'm going to go to the studio and I'm going to open the special care package that the sponsor sent me. By the way, big shout out to Menazoo Games. Guys, if you love tabletop gaming, if you love like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, check out Metazoo. They're the newest rising stars in the tabletop gaming franchise. Check them out, Metazoo. And then um, December 3rd, or we're talking for the 17th. Um, well, December 3rd, I'm not going to be there anymore, but we must. It's a Christmas anime uh, market. They're going to have performances and all that. And then the tour is going to end December 9th through the 11th at Eshi Expo. It's an 18 plus hentai. Do you know what hentai is? No, I do not. Anime porn. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's the industry for anime Anime porn? porn? I have no idea why this is so popular, but dude, let me put this way. San Japan is the biggest event in San Antonio, the biggest anime thing in San Antonio, yeah, right? I know about San Japan. A three-day badge was like $100 plus that. That's not that bad. A three-day badge at Echi Expo, I'm sorry, a one a Saturday-only badge is like 100 bucks. Oh, man. And this is uh, this is only the second year. I think it's 100 but don't quote me on that. I need to check out the website again. But, um, wait, no, 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 the weekend badge is 100 bucks, and a Saturday-only badge is $65, and they sold out of the VIP, the 
all that. Nice. And here's the thing. I didn't think, I didn't think they were going to approve me because all my panels were like wholesome, family-friendly. But yeah, bring your kids to this. It's perfect for them. And he had three out of the six panels I, posted, I, uh, I submitted. They got approved. So I'm like, wow, I guess I'm going to the hentai convention. Nice. Uh, I, I, what's that one where they have like, I think they're called like furries or fuzzies. What are oh, furry fast. Furry spit. But like, what is all that? Basically, it's people who love dressing up like animals and dressing up in animal suits. Oh, hey, more Phenomenal Expo. How you guys doing? More Phenomenal Expo with the Power Ranger Convention here in San Antonio. Um, you know, go follow them. But yeah, no, the first piece, I don't know what the thing is. It's people who love having fur being animals, I guess. I, yeah, I don't I, know. I maybe, it's, maybe, it's, maybe it's a sexual kink. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So back to this anime porn stuff, like... Oh, so what, what do you want to know about anime like, porn? Like, what? Like, is it, like, anime characters that exist already, or just, like, new? It's original characters. Oh, okay. So like, like, um, here's how it'll go. It'll be, like, 12 episodes. There's going to be an actual storyline, and there's only going to be, like, maybe five minutes of screen time sex throughout that, those entire 12 episodes. And then there are some where, like, there are 12 episodes, and there are 20 minutes per episode, and like half, like there's like 10 minutes of, of naked screen time of things like that going on for each episode. And I'm like, why are people watching? Like, you ever watch uh, SpongeBob? Um, I've watched maybe a few episodes. You remember that episode where the cop is like, calm down, son, it's just a drawing? No. Oh, wait. I, I know that the cop that you're talking about. I think that I know what the company you're talking yeah. about on that show, but I'm really not a fan of, of cartoons. Fun. I don't watch much cartoons, to be honest with you. Uh, what do you watch? Um, I'm going to start watching this anime portion. <laughs> Dude, so, I, I, uh, I, don't know I, don't really, I don't really watch much. You know, like like cartoons as a kid, I watch like... like. Uh, oh, I don't, I'm not talking about cartoons or anime. I'm talking like anything in general. Like for me, I've seen every episode of every iteration of Law & Order. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, like, TV shows, like, I like The Walking Dead for a bit, like, when it was, like, and then once they got into the, like, the train station and all that stuff, and I guess, like, season one or two, like, I gave up that show really quick. I, I don't gotcha. really, Yellowstone's probably the only show that I've been watching right now, Yellowstone. Gotcha, yeah. Um, right now I'm watching Titan, which is a live-action Teen Titan show. Okay. Dude, it is not for children at all. The first time we see Robin, hey, we're Batman. Twice, twice, score. Fuck Batman. Uh, yesterday, I actually just watched uh, Black Adam. Uh huh. How was that? I was not a fan of it. You know, I I was kind of like, eh, I I, I I disappointed. But I know, I guess now it's like, well, what's the new movie that just came out? The um, Black Panther. Yeah. That one just came out. I have. I, I'm and at that, I'm really not a fan of the first Black Panther, only because like I got so lost in like the worlds, like the whatever yeah. the hell worlds, the multiverse, all yeah. this stuff. I don't know what's going on most of the time. So for yeah. me, it's like I got to go back and maybe watch all those other movies to figure out who's who, what's going yeah. on. Yeah, what you called it. Um, it's uh for me, I uh. For me, it's uh, I've been so busy lately that I totally forgot that that was coming out. Like, uh, I see uh, oh, black, 
Internal storage space is dangerously low. Oh, I see you've been downloading a lot of anime porn. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I don't download any porn. I just watch it. Understood. <laughs> um, Man, so you you try to stay busy with a lot of stuff when you're not doing like. Oh yeah, music. because going back to that mental the mental health conversation. If I'm not doing anything, I get into this sad depressive state because I'm watching everybody else do all this stuff and I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like being being a rapper like Eminem is like my life goal. Like that is that's what I'm working toward. That's all I really want in life. Like yeah, nice. that's that's the ultimate goal right there. Once I can once I can win my tenth Grammy award and give that speech that I've been preparing for like the past ten years, then it's like, okay, I can stop music and do something else. Like like what? Um Ah, uh, uh, before I was um before I went to Northwest Vista, I was supposed to go to UCLA to study film. Okay. You want to do like directing? Yeah, directing, right? Directing. Screenwriting. Yeah, I have a couple ideas for a few movies. All right. That. Can Can you share any of those ideas? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let me think of one. I did one that have one idea called the Youth Pastor. It's about a church where like the, all the all the teenagers are like, you ever watch, um, you ever watch, uh, Lean on Me? Yeah. With Mr. Clark? Uh-huh. It's basically that movie, except it takes place in church, and the youth pastor is kind of like Mr. Clark, but not really. I always thought that, uh, as far as for casting, I figured Denzel Washington would be perfect for that. Right. And yeah. then, like, uh, the associate pastor, Cedric the Entertainer would be perfect as the associate pastor. And then, like, Samuel L. Jackson would be perfect as a deacon who's like, you can't handle these kids, man. These kids are terrible. These kids are wild. They don't want to be, you know, I don't know why we, you know. And then Garrett Morris would be perfect as the pastor because I'm basing it off of the church that I went to. And okay. so, yeah. You born and raised in San Antonio? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And high school, you did the whole high school. You said you went to college. Yeah, I, watched, so. I had a seizure like a week before um, before before graduation of high school, and oh, man. Oh, man. we we never, to this day we still don't know what happened. But so my dad figured maybe I should like not go all the way to California because what if this happens again? And we were all scared, so I decided, you know, I'll just go to North Vista, and you know, I did want to be a school teacher, and you know, that was something I was doing. And then like in 2018, uh. After my friend's uh, little brother died, uh, you know, I kind of, before my friend's little brother died, I emailed all these different anime conventions, wanted to perform at the con, and then um, my friend's little brother died, and I just, like, you know, wasn't in tune with my phone, and after the funeral and after everything happened, they get all these emails saying, hey, you've been approved to perform at that convention. Yeah. And nice. then I get an email from uh, Financial Aid saying that uh, due to my grade dropping, I'm not going to receive financial aid anymore. Uh, I can't afford to pay for school and go on tour. So one day I was uh, in class. It was uh, Education 3304. I can't remember which one. I just remember after this, I only had two semesters left and I'm done. I graduate, right? And I was sitting in class. And you ever see Starface? Uh huh. You know that scene where they're having dinner and it's like, 
that that man eating drinking talking talking <laughs> that's just what life is and then it's like is this what my life is gonna be yeah i don't like this so i uh dropped out i never went back and then for four months uh every weekend i was at a different anime convention in a uh in a different city in texas that's nice you, yeah. you get to keep yourself busy oh yeah uh, you say you're in a relationship with a girlfriend oh yeah uh, you have a pet as well you uh, my girlfriend had the pet, and my uh, my work wife had the pet. Okay, yeah, because man, those pets they they come in handy, especially when you're looking for like a companion or I mean, whatever. Thing, though, type. I'm not really an animal person. Yeah, I know, uh, but like some people that deal with like let's say like like deal with with depression. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of that stuff, like they look for if they can't get it like from a human being or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and especially like if they're looking for somebody not to talk back. Like some people, they're like, oh, you yeah. know, I, I want a companion, but I I don't want somebody that's going to talk. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why they go and get their their dogs and stuff like that. They can, and then oh, yeah. the dogs just gonna just bark back. <laughs> oh yeah, nice man. So um, so with the music, you you work with uh, certain artists. You work with any artists in San Antonio? Uh, you may just do stuff by yourself. What's your what's your whole process of recording your music? Uh, my whole process is like I'll be driving. You know, I might I'll be get a one random line will come to mind, and I'll just base it off of that one random line. And then as far as people, uh, I haven't made a song with anybody here lately. I just mainly been doing songs by myself. However, the the album that I'm dropping, it's called Mighty. Mo it's called uh, it's Showtime. Okay. Have a song with uh, High Strong and uh, AJ Stacks on one song. I have a uh, that's song a nice company. Yeah, a song with. I have a song with E36 Mercedes. Um, she's uh she's one of the clients that uh that recorded in my studio. A song with Heavenly Joy. Uh, one of the clients, dude. She is my favorite singer. Like, well, like, she sings like theater and Broadway. Okay. I, I want you to look at me, bro. Like, see this portion of my eyes, right? Whenever she performs, like, she's all sweet, innocent. Oh, hi. Um, okay, let's go ahead and record this. Oh, hi. I don't think that, uh, you know, and she's all sweet and innocent, but then when the when the beat drops, you have the microphone in her. Um, you ever see Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, the I know the the guy you're talking about. You're you know talk how about his eyebrows or what? You know how like uh, he when he transformed, all of a sudden his whole eye design changes drastically. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you performed it, it's like you're staring into the eyes of a velociraptor. It's like her whole eye thing just changes, and it's like, oh God, like who are you? Like you sound so amazing, but like you know, those eyes, you know? It's like <laughs> it's like Tony Montana said. Yeah, Chico. They don't lie. Yeah, I never lie. You you uh, into sports? Any any type of sports? Oh, uh, dude, I was heavy into NASCAR when I was a kid. Like Jeff Gordon okay. was my favorite driver. And then like uh, NASCAR, I haven't watched uh, after Jeff. The older I get, got, the less I started watching NASCAR. And then after Jeff Gordon retired, I'm like, dude, I'm done with NASCAR. And then I heard about eight the way the cars are gonna be designed now. They're gonna look more like the actual cars that uh the actual cars that they're based off of. And the way they got the aerodynamic system. Uh, this side is going to be, uh, the passenger side of the car can be, uh, whenever they're doing the turns, right? The passenger side can be pushing down, and the driver's side can be pushing up. 
uh, with the way that yeah, the aerodynamic design, so they keep the car more centered. And when they're on those, you know, big turns and everything, the car is going to be less likely to like, you know, slide, uh, crash, whatever. And then the way they got the suspension set up, the cars are going to be like, uh, they're going to be come up like about a half an inch higher. And as far as drafting and ground clearance, they're going to be a lot more smoother. And then um, as far as like the wheels, the wheels are going to be, uh, I believe the rims are going to be uh, one inch smaller. And I believe horsepower is going down, which is good because, no, honestly, I feel like NASCAR should like limit the horsepower to 500. And then let's lower these laps like maybe one fifteenth and a three four hundred, and let's uh, let's actually have the actual cars. Let's strip them down and put whatever safety measures we need. Because uh, back in the seventies and eighties, they were just um, so afraid. Win a race on Sunday, sell a car on Monday. So if the Mustang won on Sunday, then by Mustang by Monday, people were buying Mustangs. If the Charger won on Sunday, there was an increase in Charger sales on Monday. Wow. You, you know what, uh, why they call it NASCAR NASCAR? National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. Oh. Uh, before... Um, oh, I thought it was because... Um, in the 30s with the moonshine runners? No, this is, it's kind of a joke. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, it's, the answer is uh, because them's NASCARs. Like not nice cars, NASCARs. Yeah. Also, Mason, oh, that's why I'm not a comedian. Uh, Mason, yes, we're very aware. Um, that's what this <laughs> podcast is about. Um, mental health awareness and suicide prevention. So yeah. Let me tell you a joke, right? So, I'm in a McDonald's drive-thru, right? And I ordered 40-piece nuggets, right? And I tell them that I want barbecue sauce, sweet and sour. And then I get home, these motherfuckers put one sauce in my bag. One 40 nuggets, one sauce. Why the hell would you put one sauce packet for 40 nuggets? Right? So, I'm like, I'm already at home. I'm like, damn. I want to go back, but it's like, so I just went to the refrigerator. No? What did you find in the refrigerator? Hey, I just got barbecue sauce in the oh. refrigerator. Yeah, but it, it's different, though. Like yeah, the, I see, uh, yeah, that's why I'm not a Sam comic either. Yeah. It, it's all right. You know, oh, yeah. it is what it is. But still, you know, I, um, I, I don't do, like, the whole... Like, when I used to work at Dick's House Resort, I, I didn't do, like, the whole... Like some people like to be on, like you, you got to be a certain way, you know. But um, my shtick wasn't too aggressive, and I wasn't going fucking telling all these jokes because I obviously don't know jokes. But mm -hmm. it's just ha having fun with your people, uh, interacting with them, oh, yeah, uh, stuff like that, just engaging with them. Mm -hmm. um, but when you're when you're out there, just you know, when you meet other rangers that are that are suited mm -hmm. up, do I do like little. Oh, oh yeah, we do. You always got Yeah, it. like um, legit John Stevens, who does uh, the blue Mighty Morphin and the blue Space Ranger. There's a uh, Quantum Fire who does the red Space Ranger. There's Clifton Simmons who does the red Mighty Morphin Ranger. There's my girlfriend who does the pink Mighty Morphin Ranger. There's a uh, Tiger Fist cosplay who does the yellow Mighty Morphin and a couple of others. There's uh, let's see who else. There's a couple other people I know. I can't think of them off the, uh, off the top of my head because I just know their Instagram names. I don't know their real names. <laughs> and their Instagram names, I can't pronounce correctly. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's all good, man. Nice. Well, I do thank you for, for being on. You know, mental health, it's something that we oh, deal yeah. with on a daily. It's just how we uh, react from, you know, what we deal with. Um, 
having you know so many uh, outlets oh, yeah. having outlets out there the main thing is is um, letting people know that you're you're going through something that you need oh, help yeah. uh there's always signs you know what i'm saying so even as as a friend like if you have a friend that's uh maybe acting different or this oh, yeah. and that or maybe they're drinking more or whatever the case yeah. may be just talk yeah. to them communicate with them let them yeah. know that you're there and every, and every now and then you know do some mental health check for your friends who have depression and you know bipolar disorder or anything like that uh, you know uh it's because uh, you never know man you really never know you have no yeah. idea what's going on dude. like jason david frank i didn't know he had uh eight different things going on in his head like add bipolar anxiety i i didn't know that yeah you know and it's a lot of things that those a lot of these celebrities they they of course they hide it you yeah. know they're they're uh they're doing their their bits this and that and we don't know what's going on because yeah, well, like like chester you know we never knew uh yeah. robin williams we never knew oh yeah man that was, and then that's like a... uh, chris barley you know there were heavy signs but we didn't really think yeah. about it and a lot of people like even like a few wrestlers that went you know this and that that committed suicide wrestling oh yeah uh, like Chris Benoit he went in and murdered his children and his, and his wife and, and oh, yeah. himself uh, and then uh, what's his name uh, Eddie Guerrero you know he he you know killed himself as well like oh, no, of... Eddie Guerrero didn't Eddie Guerrero didn't kill himself the problem was that you know here's how wrestling works I thought that was ruled as a suicide as well because he died of congestive heart failure Oh, okay. Uh, pumping the steroids, and you know, there was one time on Friday Night SmackDown, he was having a heart attack in the middle of a match yeah. on a live TV taping. I, I, I remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah, and JBL had to come and save him. Yeah, I remember and, seeing that know, live, man. Yeah. Same thing when uh, that happened with uh, the King as well. One time, Jerry Jerry Lawler had a heart attack. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Are you a fan of wrestling? Oh, bro. You, uh, bro, 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 bro. I saw the rise and the fall of the ruthless aggression. The time to taught me the four-figure submission. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, ruthless aggression era for me was like, oh my god, that was the best time in WWE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, little, little older, so I, I, of course, grew up in the Attitude Era, oh, yeah. the the wars, Monday Night Wars, when you literally. Wait, when did you grow up? Um, I'm 84. It doesn't matter when <laughs> you grew up. The fact of the matter is, to come up here, you're running your mouth about ruthless aggression. I should let you know you roll, shut your damn mouth before I take this stop of sword, cut it off, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your kind of yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that, man. Yeah. The, the Rock, yeah. What do you think about The Rock and the um, the XFL? They're coming to San Antonio. Oh, have you seen team. Ballin? Uh, I, know, I haven't seen it, so but I know about it. So in season three, he tried to bring a football team to Las Vegas. And so the soon as I heard that he bought the XFL, I'm like, oh my God, this is literally the plot to his own TV show. <laughs> He's making it a real. And then he huh? bought a football team to Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Vipers. And yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is this is literally the plot to your TV show, and you're literally living out your TV that's show. That's on. Is that on HBO? I think that's on on HBO. Or... Yeah, HBO Max. Like, have you seen yeah. this show, uh, Young Rock, on NBC? I, I heard about that. I watched one episode the other, last weekend uh -huh. um, because I just happened to have the TV on uh -huh. after something I was watching, and then it, it, it came on, and I was like, all right, this seems kind of cool. Dude, I love it. I yeah. love it so much. Like, I might so, go back and rewatch so it. It does seem kind of cool. The plot is he's running for president in 2032, and he's to ask him, how are you going to handle this? Well, back when I was a kid, blah, 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 my dad, you know, this, my dad, that. 
back when I was a teenager in high school, my dad this, my dad that. Back when I was in college playing for at the U, this happened. And then when he tells the seven bucks story, it's like, really, dude, that's the seven bucks story. I was expecting the big epic. What happened was the dad asked him for gas money uh, on the way back home from you know picking him up in Canada because he got let go by the Canadian Football League. He's like, I got seven, eight, then a dollar blows out the window, seven bucks. That's all he left Canada with. Yeah. I heard about that story, but man, that's that's nice. And then they have the San Antonio Brahmas. That that's what they yeah. name them. San Antonio and, Brahmas. And get the team now. And then same with Young Rock. I love the episode where he first walked into WWE. He's like, and lastly, the first time I met the Undertaker, I'll never forget the first thing he ever said. The Undertaker then, who the fuck took a shit and didn't flush the toilet? <laughs> and then like it pauses and it says Undertaker. X time WWE champion, X time you know tag team champion. Yeah. Goat status, dude, And they put goat stamp all over the screen because of his goat status. Yeah, like when Mick Foley. I gotta watch that shit. Then when he showed Mankind, the elliptic credentials, goat status, one goat. Triple H, goat status, one goat. Undertaker, goat all over the screen. Yeah. And it's like you know, dude, the who's, Undertaker. That's your favorite wrestler. Who's your favorite wrestler? Who's my favorite wrestler? Yeah, if you can have one, yeah. Okay. John Cena, bro. Like, John Cena. Like, I went at John Cena for Halloween all three years of middle school. Yeah, I used to do that, too, when I worked at uh, for Halloween. I, I, I did. There at my college years. graduation, I did that. Yeah, same with the title. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's fun. John Cena, I love John Cena. Yeah. Um, with this music. Now, I mean, with this music. Uh, <laughs> with this with his movies. Oh, you know, yeah. with his, I see. I hear him a lot on the commercials now. I hear him for a lot of like car commercials. I'm just watching a commercial and I hear his voice. Yeah. I'm like, John Cena. Yeah. Um, so I love how he would acknowledge the meme. Like when he came back uh, to Monday Night Raw, like about a few months ago, they did the meme where yeah. like you heard a theme song and then like the camera just hanging around. You can't see him though. Like there's nobody there. So yeah. He's just panning around. Then when they announced that WrestleMania was going to be in Hollywood in 2023, like, uh, they did like a big newsroom. I can't remember Stephanie's name, but Triple H's name was Hank E. Panky. And they're like, and now we're and now we're down to what Hugh can't see me, who's live on set. Hugh, Hugh, it really said Hugh can't see me. And then John Cena, and it's like, oh my god, this is nice. so yeah, yeah. Uh, I love wrestling. Uh, it's 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 important. I know, like it's like scripted, but a lot of those guys. No, they, no, no, they, it's uh, rest. I know it's uh, I know how the format goes, but remember, there are times where it does go off script. Like they don't. Whenever you get injured, there's there's safety cushions for hitting the mat. Yeah. There's safety cushions for going out of the ring. There's safety cushions for jumping. Sometimes they don't always land those safety cushions. Oh yeah. And that's where that's where the where where it, the real real realness comes in. Yeah. Because it's like again, wrestling is not fake. It's Shakespearean theater. Yeah. Or. Some people like to say it's like a glorified gymnastics. 
I, I guess you can say it like that. Yeah. Like the luchadors, you know, they're yeah. jumping off those mats, they're doing all that stuff, off the ropes. Yeah, I, I feel like wrestling, yeah, that's how I feel about it. It's Shakespearean art. Yeah, it's 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 my my uh my male soap opera where I watch it like, oh, yeah. okay, what's next? And next thing, I remember when you would watch wrestling and you weren't sure if it was, uh, if it was uh, scripted or not. Yeah. Like when uh, Mick Foley would tell uh, Paul Heyman, let's be real. Wild Van Dam wasn't known as a high flyer because he jumped off the roof. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like some of the words, how, how they do it when they're being subliminal with like what they're like. The, they do that now with uh, Matt Riddle, with the Matt oh, Riddle yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, and now he like walks around carrying bongo. And he's like, hey, dude, you want to hit my bong? And, oh, like, bro. So, like uh, when DX had the reunion episode, it's like, Look at those four. Look at all those cocks. And then it shows like uh, those, uh, those chickens. Yeah, the little chicken. And like, oh, choking my chicken, choking the chicken. Like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I like those, those man, those old school perverted jokes. They're so funny. Oh, the like one of my favorite ones with DX. We will only use the word ass, damn, hell, and bitch. Ah, beep. Watch a beep him out. Oh, beep me. Beep. <laughs> damn it. Beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. Yeah, that's excellent, yeah. man. Nice. Well, Deacon, I appreciate you very much man, oh, awesome, for, man. for, for uh, taking time out of your day. I know today is not the best day for you, but still, you know, being, being alive is, know. Is, is something good. Life is about that human interaction. Yeah. And, you know, I understand about Jason Frank is that he lived so much life. Like, yeah. Like he owned like ten different comp businesses. Oh he, wow! Like, you know he was a movie star. He directed his own movie. Right? You know MMA fighter. He was a superhero. Yeah, a lot of things, man. So you know, it, I do. Uh, thank you because today, you know, it's uh, out of all days, it's weird. I think it was really, really weird. Oh yeah. Uh, I believe you know a lot of things happen for a reason. Oh yeah. You know, so it, it's one of those things. I was a huge, you know, uh, I was gonna say more to come. <laughs> a huge body morphin yeah uh, power ranger fan you know so today uh hearing that news and then having you on i was like man what the going on so i, I yeah. feel like it's you know everything happens for a reason of course oh, yeah. but um for me here at the on the podcast you know I, I always like to tell people just keep keep on you know moving forward whatever you're going through yeah, uh, and, and do like, mental health checks for yeah. your your loved ones who have you know depression, uh, bipolar, anxiety, PTSD. You know, especially that PTSD because you know the suicide rate with uh, soldiers who come back home is higher now than it's ever been yeah. before. Because like all these World War II soldiers, you know, they didn't do that. They just went on with their lives, but yeah. they carried this guilt with them. Yeah, I believe it, man. So yeah, check on your family. Uh, let them let them know that you're okay. Uh, ask questions, you know, it, it's okay to, to be, I guess, kind of... Yeah, and if business. you guys have any questions, um, that, uh, leave them in the comment section, we will answer them to the best of our ability. Yeah, definitely, man, but thank you. Um, I've actually been watching the Power Rangers all day, like, just, you know, yeah. off and on. Um, but, sir, I thank you. Oh, Big yeah. and rap. Um, much love. I thank you for, for showing up as, as a white ranger. Ah, uh, man, I mean, it's you like, know, uh, this is, uh... Do you ever go, do you do, like, parties and stuff like that? you ever host, uh, like, dude, parties? I like, kind of parties? parties. No, I'm saying, like, like, you know, like, people will, like, 
like hire you to do like a like to show up at parties and events no, and stuff like no, that. No, you don't I do know, any no. of that stuff. I know, but it's like uh, like when we were at both, a lot of people offered and they followed me, and then it's like they never hit me up. Yeah, so. yeah, but still, you can always offer a service like like that because I'm like you said, you're with your girlfriend, so you can get white ranger or red ranger, yeah. green ranger, and stuff like that. I, hell, I know if I when I was a kid, I wouldn't, I would have been happy to have had. Power Rangers show up yeah, tonight. Yeah, but you have to understand. Kids today don't watch Power Rangers. They play Minecraft. Yeah, that's true. They play, they watch Paw Patrol. They watch, uh, yeah. what is the kids like? Uh, kids like newer things. Like, if you try and get a kid to watch older anime, they're like, I don't like this art style. Yeah, that's true. Kids are so... Like, for example, kids today prefer the newer Space Jam over the older Space Jam. These kids are doing. <laughs> oh, you know, here's the thing you gotta remember. Space Jam was made for a certain set of kids. Space Jam 2 was made for another set of kids. It's just like yeah. Star Wars. The original three were made for a certain set of kids. Then uh, the next set of three were made for another set of kids. Then the new ones were made for another set of kids. So it's like, you know, all these are complaining you're beginning. This is not made for you. This is yeah. made for them. I enjoyed both of them, but uh, I, I prefer the, the original one. Oh, yeah. The original one. I think that was a little more fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The original one was just based off of a commercial, where the new one is just Warner Brothers flashing their junk at everybody. Yeah. And then it was cool seeing a lot of those cameos and the people, like, in the in the uh, crowd when they were oh, playing yeah. the games and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. But, guys, thank you very much for, for watching. Thank you for listening. He can rap. Um, do you, you want to give everybody your social media, let people know, you know, what you're doing uh, again? Um, oh, no, I don't, want that. People, I don't want people to find me, bro. No? I like my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's just a D-E-A-C-O-N-R-A-P on all platforms, all one word. It's like, you know, it's not, you know. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. And they can rap. They can hold rap. up, hold up. We got, we got someone wanting to be in. So you can go ahead and end the podcast if you want. Alright, let's uh let's do this. Guys, thank y'all very much. Peace out, guys. Peace to Sapple Juice. Peace out. Okay, I invited him to be on. He sent a request. 